Hey, Vanessa. Hey, Michael. Have you heard about what they're theorizing will be the newest playground game that kids in elementary school play? No. It's a new version of tag. One kid licks his hand and runs around trying to touch people going, Corona! Please don't. No, no. (laughs) You know what's sad? I see all of our children playing that game. Even our 12-year-old. Welcome to Fireproof Your Finances, a show with 30 minutes of real questions, real concepts, and real answers. Your hosts are Michael and Vanessa Markey, a husband and wife duo with a playful on-air dynamic and common sense approach toward teaching listeners how to take control of their finances. Michael is the numbers and strategies guy who is passionate about solving financial issues. The standard deviation, I mean, I would talk about standard deviation as well, but they talk about the, the beta, the alpha, the standard deviation of the particular uh, mutual fund allocation that we're looking at. Vanessa is the down-to-earth voice of reason, pulling his reins in. Okay, but your $5,000 couch isn't going to turn around and pay for something if you have a catastrophic event. This philosophy has led Michael to receive national recognition from being named one of the 10 most innovative agencies in the country by AM Best, to being deemed a local celebrity from Insurance Newsnet magazine and a hero to the insurance industry from Life Health Pro. He has even been given the Moving America Forward Award from William Shatner. And now, here are your hosts, Michael and Vanessa Markey. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of Fireproof Your Finances. We are your hosts, Michael and Vanessa. Hello, everyone. And it is a show where we do our best to stay on topic and talk about money. Has not happened in about three months. It hasn't been that long. You know, we like to try to have fun. And our goal, really our goal on this show, is yes, to share things that people struggle with financially. Right. Behaviors that we can change. Yes. For and, the better, hopefully. Right. And make an, a positive impact on your life. Mm-hmm. But, that being said, we don't always do that. So, if you're listening on iTunes, stop giving us one-star ratings. I mean, I could see why, but yeah. Hey, we have an average of three. Well, you know, middle of the road. We are fives and ones, by the way. (laughs) Fantastic. We get a five, we get a one. We get a one, we get a five. Speaking of, before you get into it. Fives and ones? No. Just stuff online. Uh Uh-oh. No. Thanks to our producer, Mitch. He sent us a really cool thing. Mm -hmm. It's a cool cribbage board that he made by hand out of wood. I did post it on our Twitter account. Very cool. Yeah. And by the way, Mitch, I would just like to let you know. So you're saying the guy is good with wood products. I'm not going to go there, but. I'm not handling, like yes, carving. Yes, he is. Anyway, Mitch, before we get into this, I would just like to let you know, Mike's like, you should go look at his website. He makes really cool stuff. He told me it was horny dog maps, not horn dog maps. Do not Google the first one. You will not like what you find. <laughs> I was close. Not even in what popped up on my Google feed. I'm sure my phone is being tapped now. But the thing is, I mean, it is cool products made out of wood, maps. Mm-hmm. I think it's all maps. But he it made us a... Cri- <laughs> That's why it's called Horn Dog Maps. Whatever. <laughs> it was a very cool cribbage board. It is. So does that make him a woodsman? A woodser? More so like a craftsman? Mm. Maybe. Artisan? But anyways, just wanted to say thank you. We really do appreciate it. But do not Google 
horny dog maps. What's the website? Is it just dog. horndogmaps.com? Yes. <laughs> so if you want a good piece of wood map art, I'm, I'm doing that horribly. Yes. If you want I'm actually a really being serious. Cool it is very cool. And it's made like out of wood. And it's like topography too. Correct. So you got all these different levels and it gets shaved down as you get deeper into the lake. Like if you want to do Lake Michigan. Mike has no idea what he's talking about, but yes, that's what it is. Uh topography <laughs> would be levels. Yes. So anyways, thank you. It is really cool. All right. So we have a cool show today. It will be on finance. Tell us what we're gonna go over. Uh we're gonna talk about going back to school. Right. More so in the private sector and whether or not parents should pay for private education versus or, not. Or public school and some of the different costs associated with it. Correct. Like, uh, I don't know if this is still a thing, but I was, uh, I've been taking some um, graduate classes and somebody used to work at Abercrombie and Fitch and we're, mm-hmm. it's a statistics class. Anyway, it doesn't matter. They just use that for part of their uh, a statistical discussion. Basically, because your kids are not going back to school and it doesn't matter what they look like. Do you go to Abercrombie or do you go to Walmart? <laughs> Is Abercrombie still alive? I think it's a dying breed, but I'm pretty sure it's still out there. So, and then we're going to talk about responsibilities and sharing our failures. I think that's extremely important. Yes. And we'll give some examples of why that's important. And then we're going to finish off um, when we talk about failures, talking about Robinhood. It's a company that we've talked a lot about on this show. Mm-hmm. I still think it's a good platform for you to invest, but we have to start taking some self-responsibility. Correct. All right. So let's get into it. We know whether or not you have kids going to private school or mm-hmm. public school. Here in a month, you got a lot of costs coming up. Right. Most people's kids don't fit into their fall clothes anymore or they've just worn them out and they need new clothes for school. So we got so, we got shoes, we've got sports equipment, yeah. we've got clothes, yep. we've got trapper keepers. Do they still have those trapper keepers? Remember how cool trapper yes. keepers were? Yes. You've got to go buy your folders and your pens and your pencils and probably a new backpack if you're like our kids and destroy them once a year. Right. So, I mean... And that, for some people, is like make or break. I know for my parents, when we were growing up, there were five of us. My mm-hmm. mom gave us like $100 a piece to go clothing shopping, and she was like, that's all you get. See ya. Yeah. And I know a lot of people do that. But we know that the job market, well, you know, there there's people listening right now who are unemployed. Mm-hmm. And what's that going to look like here in August? Is the federal unemployment going to uh, be extended? Correct. It could go either way at I this mean, point. I mean, really... Technically, that's supposed to stop Saturday. Yeah, it, it could go either way. We'll see. Right. Um, so here's the deal. Let's imagine that you can't quite afford it or that it seems like a bad financial decision. Mm-hmm. Whether it's private school tuition, whether it's all the ancillary stuff that come with raising Going back a kid. To school. Yeah. Whether it, you know, it's the, the food program, it's the clothes, it's the sports, all of that. And so do you pay it or don't you pay it? Do you put it on the visa and figure it out later? Right. There's Be- Well, because you are stuck between a rock and a hard place. It's like I either have to pay for this stuff because they're going back to school, which most people plan in advance, not me. I go shopping the day before and freak no, out. time out. Most people do not plan it. No, no, no. What I'm saying is they're shopping. They start doing it at the beginning of August. No. Oh, wait. May- August? I guess I don't think of that as that advanced. When I do it the week before and I'm freaking out and flying through the store just grabbing things at random for our kids' backpacks, yes, the beginning of August is planned out. Okay. (laughs) So most people plan. They start out, well, we don't know what's going to go on. So do you 
do your planning like you always do go get your shopping done and just be ready to go or do you go I don't know what's going to happen I really could save this $500 or whatever it is that you're going to spend and wait and see I think this is where it's important to have a family discussion correct and this is a taboo topic we're not supposed to talk about money with our kids says who honestly a lot of people think that we're weird about it but I think our kids have become more appreciative of it and they think about things a little bit more. Depending on the day. And what what are those little stupid things called that your daughter likes? LOL. Uh, yeah, and what Skittle. LOL she walks past. Skittles, but, Mentos. Again, she's a kid, we're working M&Ms, on M&Ms, Jolly Ranchers, Suckers. <laughs> All right then, maybe not. Never mind. No, but I mean, they're good kids. But we have discussions, and I think this is important, to have discussions with your kids about money and to share with them sometimes why you did a particular thing Mm -hmm. and to share with them sometimes why you didn't. Right. And to share the outcome, both positive and negative. Right. Let's take a quick break. Um, It's a good spot for a break. We're going to come back into this about sharing more about finances, sharing more about money with your children and the impact, the positive impact that that can make. Let's take a quick break and we'll be right back. Everyone knows I like to focus on quality. And they know I try to rein you in and focus on cost. It's rare to find both top quality and low cost at the same time. Think again. GRMusicLessons.com has a plan for every budget. Owned and operated by Tom Buffum, a Christian music teacher who played for the Grand Rapids Symphony, the Jubal Brass Choir, and graduated from the University of Michigan. He's been giving lessons since before we were born. Go to grmusiclessons.com. That's grmusiclessons.com. Welcome back, everyone, to segment two of Fireproof Your Finances. You can join us on Twitter. Yeah. At, at Fireproof Show on Twitter. We zoomed past 200, didn't we? Yeah, we're at like 203 now. Yeah, I promised something special. So, to you, sir, at Johnny Jones Jr. 8, you were number 200. You figured that out? Yeah. Oh, all, all you got to do is count backwards. Well, I know, but sometimes people join and then we've had a few people fall off. And then <laughs> Oh, well. But hmm. anyway. If that's the case, then we have Juju Bean at Amy74890. What the, in the world? It doesn't matter. Anyways, you may join us on Twitter. You can see the cool cribbage board that we got again. Super yeah. awesome. But back. From horny dog maps. To, no, horn. 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 Just horn dog. Yes. Horndogmaps.com. Yes. Don't. Don't, please. I'm serious. <laughs> Do not type in the other one. It's not a website and what pops up is terrifying. But anyways. On that note. So let's talk about sharing. All right. So we've got school coming up. Yeah. A lot of expense for all families, whether it's private school, not private school. Do we take that expense? And to some degree, it's a little bit more maybe for private school. Do you, do you pull them and put them in public? But you know, the same can be said for those going to public mm-hmm. because we've got the lunch program. That's not cheap. Right. And what I think we need to do here is have the conversation with our kids. Mm-hmm. And by our kids, I mean in general, right? Right. Sidebar, quick second. School called me the other day. My phone started ringing and I looked at it and went, they're not even there. What could be wrong? <laughs> what do my kids do now? Apparently your daughter uh-huh. left a lot of crap in her locker. They called uh-huh. and they go, oh, there's a pair of shoes. There's a weaving loom. There's. <laughs> We're here on Wednesdays and Thursdays until four o'clock if you want to come pick it up. And I was like, why does that not surprise like, me that half of her life is in that locker? Burn it. Honestly, I almost told him, I'm like, she has not thought about this in almost eight months at this point. Just get rid of it. Yeah, but your daughter is one of those weird people that one night she'll go, 
in my locker I left yeah so that was great because you know me during the school year the phone rings and I'm thinking which one of them did it and who am I going to have to kill yes I'm aware that that's what you think (laughs) but anyways discussions about school insights into your soul yes all right so it doesn't really matter. I don't care if you have private school kids or public. You've got a big expense coming up. Mm-hmm. And this is where you have the conversation with the kids. And I, and, and quite frankly, we should all do this more. But COVID has given us a unique time frame to maybe change our behaviors. Correct. And to have a conversation that you didn't used to have. Right. And then if they ask why, you can say, oh, have you turned on the news? Yeah. Just like your son the other day was your youngest was doing spitting noises at his sister and I said have you watched the news he said no I go have you heard of this thing called COVID <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> I so mean in here's his defense the, he is almost five here's the conversation we have you know junior juniorette whatever it would be right um, we, you, you know what's going on and we have to de- decide as a family some of the things that we're going to cut Correct. What's most important to us? And I think this opportunity, even if things are fine, to still have this conversation and say, hey, it's prudent not knowing what's going to happen. We need to talk about this as a family right now. So whether it's tuition, whether it's the the food, whatever, right. uh, clothes. And then we figure out what's most important. So for example, let's say that you really are struggling right now and you're going, I don't even know how I'm going to do this. Right. Put things on the table that we can cross off. Mm-hmm. So if they want $300 in, in school clothes and they want to, uh, and the cheer program is $200 or the football program is $200 or whatever, and the cleats and shoes and right. whatever. Because that stuff is not cheap. We add it up. We itemize it. And we come up with a total and say, hey, this is what we spent last year. And then on the other side of this, let's call it ledger, mm-hmm. we have expenses we can cut. Right. So you could put eating out. Mm-hmm. You could put, which a lot of people do, and they do it, a lot of people do it a lot. Right. We could put... Um, cable. Maybe, cable. You could put even some of the more premium things like, um, and this may sound frivolous, but it adds up. Like even ice cream and desserts and pre-made dinners. It's going to take us longer. And if they go, well, mom, let's get rid of the pre-made dinners. And then you got to look at them and go, guess what, Junior? I don't get home till six. So you're now in charge of putting some of this stuff together. Right. So, if, res- I, if I put the pork chops out on the counter and have it prepped, you need to turn the oven on to X amount at this point in time and put the timer on. And maybe it's, we're going to keep the house at X degrees. I don't know what makes sense in your particular situation. I, you know, there's some ideas. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's getting rid of the cell phone. If Imagine you've got kids going to private school, which isn't that out of the ordinary for a lot of people listening. Right. And things are tight. And you've got three cell phones for three kids. You know what? I just found half your tuition payments. Yeah, because those are not cheap. So, Billy, this is important. Look at all your friends are here. Here's what we're going to do. We're going to get rid of... We, we got to make some tough decisions. Mm-hmm. So here's a list of things that we can get rid of to cover half of this expense. Maybe, again, maybe it's eating out. Maybe it's cable. Maybe it's uh, the cell phones. Maybe it's... Um, or maybe you do a very basic cable plan at $30 a month and get rid of Netflix, Hulu, Disney Plus, and Amazon. And that right there is another $100 a month. It could be, yeah. <clears throat> exactly. There's lots of areas, but we find ways to cut down and then we make the decision as a team, mm-hmm. as a family. Now, and you've got final say, by the way. If they go, well, we're going to keep the house at uh, 42. <laughs> uh, no. 
our kids are so used to living in a temperamental environment. We haven't even turned the air on yet this year. And they're just like, it's hot. We're dealing with it. And then in the winter, we only keep the heat on at like 66. They come downstairs shivering. It's fine, mom. I'm not, I'm not cold. And it's not. And I think the important thing there is it's not that we can't afford those things. But my hope, I mean, I don't know how to say this and not come out ostentatious, I suppose, but are, are, we're very fortunate and blessed and things that I didn't think would actually go right have gone right and I, I can't take credit for that. It just, it's gone right. Right. But they, you know, we want them to have a little bit of, I don't know, not getting their way on this stuff. But the reality Discomfort. is anybody in West Michigan, to some degree, you have these positives in your life that a lot of people from the outside would say, I wish I had those. Right. And so I think it's huge that we share. I don't remember. There's a Bible verse on this, and I, and I don't remember where it was, and I'm probably butchering it, and I apologize. But it says something like this. This is the way I remember it, at least. Don't boast in your successes. Boast in your failures. We learn more about how we've failed, and we humanize ourselves more about our failures, and we kind of... Um, this isn't a word. You're, you're going to correct me here in a minute, but God denies herself when we take credit for all of our successes. Deity ourselves or lift ourselves to a, to a level that we're really not at. Immortalize ourselves. Yeah, that sounds a lot better. Yeah. You're welcome. Private education works for me. Whatever. <laughs> 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 but we tend to. It's. I think it's human nature to want to take all of the credit right for our successes and pass off a lot of blame on, on everybody our, else on our failures mm -hmm. and one of the things i think and we you know I, I think that we could all do better on and I, I think of the old psychological terms internal locus of control external locus of control i think we could all do better if we take a higher level of internal meaning um, looking inward right right um what did i do wrong on our failures so an internal locus control on our failures and an external locus control, meaning what did other people do or how did other people help or how did other things go right for me for our successes? Right, because if you look at yourself and say, okay, this is how I failed or what did I do wrong to make this go so poorly, you're going to make changes for the better. And Instead of you look at it, well, so-and-so's fault that this didn't happen or it was this thing that happened that was quote unquote out of my control that made this happen so therefore I'm just stuck and is that not an important lesson for all of our kids yes and why is that not appropriate for finance we've all done dumb things with money yes all of us we bought a wooden boat twice uh huh <laughs> you signed off don't even say it. Not the, not the same wooden boat. And first of all, I wasn't even there for the first purchase of the one. It was. Whoa, we're going to go whoa, look whoa, at whoa. a house. Time out, time out, time out. We're not going down the rabbit trail. <laughs> we're going to go look at a house. Well, and time we ended out. up in the shipyard. Throw the flag on the play. Time out. Point is, there's no one listening who hasn't done something stupid with money. Right. We all have. And we've all looked back at and gone, God, I wish I would have known better. You know, quite frankly, you probably did know better. I know I knew better. But we make mistakes and we are better for those mistakes, hopefully. Mm -hmm. And we can teach our kids to be better and others. So let's take our last break. Then we're going to come back. We're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about Robin Hood.
United Airlines makes it easy to fly from Muskegon County Airport with a travel-friendly schedule and competitive airfares. Haven't flown from Muskegon in a while? Fly locally with a short commute and parking located just steps from the terminal. Check-in and security lines are never more than 50 passengers per flight. At the end of your trip, get your bags quickly and be home in no time. Flights depart daily at 6.30 a.m. and 1 p.m. Starting mid-February, the evening flight arrives at 11.20 p.m. to maximize return flight options from most locations. It pays to check Muskegon first at united.com. Everyone knows I like to focus on quality. And they know I try to rein you in and focus on cost. It's rare to find both top quality and low cost at the same time. Think again. GRMusicLessons.com has a plan for every budget. Owned and operated by Tom Buffum, a Christian music teacher who played for the Grand Rapids Symphony, the Jubal Brass Choir, and graduated from the University of Michigan. He's been giving lessons since before we were born. Go to GRMusicLessons.com. That's GRMusicLessons.com. Welcome back, everyone, to the last segment of Fireproof Your Finances. It's always a pleasure. It always goes by too quickly. I can't say that enough. So sharing your failures. Let's be boastful in our failures rather than being so prideful. And this is, I'm not saying you, I'm saying me. Certainly, we've all done this. Let's be less prideful in our successes, more boastful in our failures. I had a client, um, this was a few years ago, mm-hmm. and, and I'm not going to say what industry he was in, but he was in a particular industry, and he made an investment in that particular industry Okay, and lost hundreds of thousands of dollars. Basically, their entire retirement was lost. Ouch. And I'm not exaggerating here. I mean, a 99% loss. Ouch. I mean, class action lawsuit up the yin-yang. It lost so much that I said, we might as well convert this to a Roth IRA. And he said, why? I said, because there's like, I think it was worth six grand now. He goes, well, I don't want to pay the tax on that. I go, seriously, if you get even, because he still thinks he there, the lawsuit and all this, because there are assets for it, and I don't want to get into it, but it right. you might get 60 or 70 back. And I go, because if we convert at 6,000, you pay the tax on 6,000, because he did this in his IRA. Right. Then the, the growth between 6,000 and 65 or whatever it goes to is tax-free. Correct. Because even though there used to be three, 400,000 in that account, there's only six now. If it goes back to 60, all of that is taxable when he takes it out. Right. So huge financial mistake. I and would throw up. It, I'm, I, it almost wrecked their marriage. And very close. I mean, I'm not surprised, but I would throw up. So bad in that marriage that um, th- this mistake where I only saw the wife once or twice in our meetings. She just couldn't even talk about it. And this was years after this had happened. Wow. It was a sting that never went away. Right. But anyway. But I asked him, so his son was getting in the same line of work as him. And I said, did you share your mistake with your kids? He looked at me like that was the dumbest thing you could ever do. He said, Mike, I would never. I'm not going to tell them that. I don't want them to feel sorry for me. I go, why is your first thought that they'd feel sorry for you? And that's a totally different conversation. But I then asked, I said, listen, if you were a carpenter and you used a saw the wrong way. And cut your finger off. Yep. Would you share with your kids 
the mistake you made? He goes, of course. I go, would you share with your grandkids the mistake you made? He goes, of course. Would you take time every time you saw somebody making that same mistake to stop them and say, hey. This is what happened when I did it this way. And would you even think twice? He goes, no. I go, so why is it we're willing to share our physical mistakes, but maybe not our intellectual mistakes? Because it's pride. You don't want to look stupid. You know, this guy wasn't a prideful guy. It's, I think... And you don't even have to be prideful to be prideful? embarrassed. Yeah, Correct. it's embarrassing. To sure. be embarrassed about something when you were doing so well and probably boasting about it a little bit because Maybe. everybody does. Yeah. And then it tanks. I hadn't thought of it that way. But yeah, I think there, you're probably right. There's a, there's probably a lot of truth to that. Correct. But then I asked him, I said, if your son made the same mistake or your daughter made the same mistake that you did. And he goes, well, they wouldn't. I'd stop him. I go, how? Right. If you did not explain your circumstance, how would you stop them? Well, because they share everything with me. I go, that's interesting. He goes, what? They I go, share everything with you, but you're not willing to share everything with them? Your mind is amazing. I know. I know. People listening probably think we just like rehearsed that. No. I, I don't think I've even told you that story before. No, I, I have not heard it at but all. But that's exactly what I said to him verbatim well not verbatim but like pretty much welcome to a family that overshares <laughs> sorry but my family everybody knows everybody's stuff so if you do something wrong you better bet you're gonna get 40 different text messages and phone calls yeah more so not completely though yeah there are you things know, that I, we don't I know, know some, it's a touchy subject I know some things financially your, your, your dad and I are very close and he's shared some things in business that I don't think are common knowledge um, but I think they should be. Right. I, I think we should all be sharing our failures. I remember, so this is years ago, mm-hmm. I was dating this girl. Yeah. And there used to be these hot dogs from uh, Save-A-Lot. Okay. And they were like, they were the best hot dogs in your life. They, like uh, Big Ball Park Franks or whatever. Like an inch in diameter. So like the big ballpark franks that are probably 5,000 grams of sodium in one hot dog. They were worse for you than a Big Mac. And... (laughs) I mean, they probably tasted really good. And they had really good flavor, too. They were huge, like an inch in diameter and probably eight inches long. Yeah. Big. That would be a good hot dog. Yes. And so... One day she goes, I don't understand why I'm gaining all this weight. And I go, well, what have you been doing? And she goes, I found these hot dogs in your freezer. They're fantastic, but I've only been eating like one and a half a day and that's it. I go, you've been eating a Big Mac meal one and a half times a day for the last two weeks. Did she not read the label? (laughs) No. I kid you not. These things had like 50 grams of fat in a Hot dog. I'm sure they did. No kidding. Yeah. And after that, she shared those failure that that you know that uh, whatever uh, failure failure with a lot of people. But I'm baffled by how we'll share some failures. Maybe if it's funny, but we won't share. Like the most people would never do that. Right. And it's a benign. In reality, it's a funny story, but it's a benign piece of advice right it's just something that you did stupid that everybody can laugh at but how many people will dabble there's actually a lot of people and it's becoming more prevalent now that will dabble in say options trading Mm -hmm. or futures trading 
or margin trading on TD Ameritrade, Schwab, Robinhood. We're not going to get to that Robinhood article. Yeah, but we're, we'll, we're way beyond. We'll, we'll, I think there's a whole show there. How many people will dabble in those things, though? We'll have huge successes... Not that many. How many people will dabble in those things and have huge failures? A lot. And how many will share them? Zero, because again, it's a pride thing. It's a, I royally screwed this up when I was telling everybody I was awesome at it. It's also a culturally, it's a cultural norm. Well, I'm sorry. It's like gambling. I don't want to No, I know. But how many times oh, yeah. have my brothers, my parents, whatever, they go to the casino and it's, so I got blah, blah, blah on slot machine. Brothers. Yeah. I mean, my mom likes to do it too. Let's be Yeah, but she says what? I know. But then how many, another half a dozen times that they go, they don't talk about the hundreds of dollars they've lost, which more than offsets what they won the one time a year. Well, when it comes to gambling, and there's some psychological evidence that people are starting to do this with stock trading on sites like TD Ameritrade and Robinhood. Correct. That's why I likened it to gambling. That they don't consider losses, losses. So gamblers because they didn't physically lose the money in their face. Well, no. So if you're on a slot machine and you lose, especially in in like a place like Vegas where you're getting free drinks, they'll say, well, I didn't really lose money. This is what it cost me for the entertainment I had for two or three hours. Right. This was a cost of entertainment. But yet when they win, they won. Right. So I didn't lose money. I spent money. But if I win, I won. Right. (laughs) Point is, we all need to get better at sharing Let's be less prideful in our wins and more boastful, more shareful in our losses. Shareful? Are we making up words again? I am. Okay. Don't godnize yourself. <laughs> be shareful in your losses. On that note, okay. this has been another episode. That might have just gotten us another one-star rating. Probably. This guy makes up his own words. But on that note, this has been another episode of Fireproof Your Finances. We are your hosts. God bless. This has been Fireproof Your Finances with Michael and Vanessa Markey. Want to listen to past shows or get in touch with Michael or Vanessa? Head over to twitter.com slash fireproofshow or go to fireproofradio.net. All matters discussed during the show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. Mike Markey and Legacy Financial Network are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any government agency.